AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. On this episode of the Aviation Pros Podcast, I speak with Michael Fox, Vice President of Product, and Dominic Matthews, Director of Sales, each with Locus Labs, whose specialty is digital mapping and location services. Our conversation touches on digitally mapping airports and what the advantages of doing so are, along with the increased demand for contactless travel being driven by the COVID-19 pandemic. Enjoy. Michael, Dominic, thank you both again for taking the time to chat with me this afternoon. To kick off our conversation, could you give our audience just a little bit of background on Locus Labs and what it is your company does? Thanks, thanks everyone. Thanks, Walker, for the time today. Um, my name is Michael Fox. I lead product for uh, Locus Labs. And our organization started uh, roughly around five years ago. Uh, we launched with uh, United and American uh, in the United States. And we began by innovating around um, creating um, new new indoor maps for um, for airports uh, and uh, and putting those into airline applications and making those maps uh, searchable. Um, and and this really started with um, if you think about the types of technologies that are um, made up for things like Google Street View or Google Maps. Um, there, there was a, a great set of solutions being built for the outdoor world, but not much for the indoor world. Uh, so we were really a pioneer in that space, and um, we've grown over the last five years to include uh, roughly a quarter of, of Tier 1 airline traffic, over 120 airports. Um, so in most cases, if you're in North America, you probably have our technology. Uh, we have about a half a billion uh, downloads of our technology. Um, through our airline partners and airport partners and travel application partners. Um, and we, uh, we are constantly innovating and growing, so we've created uh, you know, just a beautiful set of maps that uh, let travelers um, understand where to go through connections, uh, understand and explore airports better. And really, um, you know, as we'll get into this technology a little bit, about four, two years ago, um, we really started to understand that having a map of an airport uh, and an airport network is great and it's really useful for, for travelers uh, you know, and for the staff of an airport. Being able to make sure all of that information is up to date all the time um, is, uh, is, even, uh, is a critical part of that. So we've grown a lot in the last couple of years as we've enabled the ability to manage uh, the airport data um, instantly for all intents and purposes and distribute that out around the world. Um, and that was especially important during COVID when, um, I think we'll, we'll maybe talk about this a little bit later, when you needed to add things like uh, safety stations and, and um, clean, cleaning information and closing and opening changes, you know, making all that available in you know, real time as the business, as the industry was going through changes. And we were required last year just to round it out by um, Acuity Brands, which is a, a large 
manufacturing organization in the United States. And so we've um, had some great investment and continue to, to grow and build new products and new capabilities around physical space and mobile space. And you just touched on it a little bit there, but um, let's dive a little bit deeper into this technology. Um, what is it? Um, how is it used? And how does, how does it work? I'm Dominic, uh, Dominic Matthews, uh, in charge of uh, sales for uh, Europe, Middle East, Africa, and, and APAC for, for Locus Labs. Been in the aviation industry for about 20 years. Very excited to, to be here. Uh, so we, we provide you know, digital uh, mapping and wayfinding technology to, to airports and, and airlines, as, as Michael said. And in the, the airport space, you know, we support uh, the various different uh, touch points where you may want to expose sort of navigation guidance to, uh, to, to, to passengers. So the predominant channel for most airports for this kind of capability would be web. So our maps and web solution, um, which is uh, heavily used by, by uh, uh, pretty much all of our uh, airport, airport customers. We also support tightly integrated mobile solution, digital displays such as the inf information displays, kiosks uh, in, the, in the airport environment. You know, if we take, for, for example, the Phoenix Airport, which I think has been, uh, there's been some uh, mention of uh, recently who've uh, adopted our, our technology. Yeah, they're a very large operation, international airport in the US. They're a hub of various airlines, including American Airlines. And, um, you know, they, they deployed our, our maps on web uh, technology uh, in order to help those customers uh, to sort of explore the airport to A, to be able to get to where they need to go, the gate, security, outsized luggage, you know, whatever they need to do for their sort of the mandatory parts of their journey, go through security, uh, et cetera, but also to be able to maximize the, uh, you know, the, the, um, the, the experience in the airport to be able to you know, uh, explore the concessions. I believe Phoenix also, they, they, there's even a, a fitness trail that you can do because airports are pretty big. There's a few airports actually uh, using our, our technology that have fitness trails that which you can explore on the maps. And we also, very importantly, we provide a capability for the airport to keep those, those uh, maps up to date. And as we've seen recently, there's been many, many changes happening in, in airports. In normal business, pre-COVID, they are living, breathing buildings with evolutions, new construction, concessions change from day to day, from week to week. But recently we've seen terminals close very suddenly. We've seen different uh, you know, customers being guided into different areas, looking for different types of, 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 of things. You know, uh, for example, uh, PPE, masks, sanitizers, uh, et cetera. And, you know, the air, uh, airline at uh, the airports who are using our technology were able to make those changes very, very easily and in real time to be able to make sure that those uh, passengers um, were never lost in the, in the airport. So when you, when you think about the, the passenger experience, and if we pick an airport like Phoenix, you may have, uh, Phoenix is about 6 million uh, people in terms of the metropolitan area. And you may have very experienced travelers and very inexperienced. So that touch point of seeing an interactive map on the web may help uh, you know, a less experienced or less frequent traveler understand how to navigate an airport, what's in an airport. Um, and the Phoenix airport is going through some investments. You know, they're building a new terminal. Um, uh, and then as Dom mentioned, there's, there's all of these changes. And what's great is the same map information, uh, as Dominic mentioned, um, goes into a mobile solution. And so that same map and that same information, that same data that the airport is managing and updating is also available in the 
American Airlines application. Phoenix is a hub for American, and what's great is this idea that regardless of how you're accessing the information, it's all constant and up to date. And, and that's, that's incredibly useful, um, you know, as we said, for, those, um, for, for different passenger types. One of my favorite examples is um, you know, for the frequent business traveler trying to make a connection, being able to understand connection times, being able to understand security wait times, parking, you know, all of that critical information can be available all within the map. It's all searchable, easy to understand. And for things like accessibility, uh, when you think about the power of understanding a, a map and, and wayfinding and navigation, um, you know, there's a great features within the application, for example, where you can toggle, I need to go from one place to another, but what's the accessible route to, to get there? And when you think about a, uh, you know, an, an international trip, for example, or going to an airport you've never been, that kind of information can be, um, can be incredibly valuable for, uh, for passengers. So we support dozens and dozens of different use cases, but uh, you know, we mentioned just a few here. But in the, in the way that a passenger works, uh, it's just incredibly useful to be able to get the information from wherever, you're, wherever you're, you are, uh, whether it's a website on a mobile device, a desktop, or inside of a mobile app from a from an airline. So how then does an airport get set up with Locust Labs? It, we offer a, uh, a fully turnkey solution, Maps on Web. It's a, it's a hosted uh, sort of white label um, a digital map experience that, 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 that we create on, on behalf of the, the airline. So there's really minimal uh, investment in terms of people and to, uh, on the, or, or IT on the, on the airport side. Uh, you know, probably what's, what's more important to discuss uh, in the initial stages is to understand what's the strategy uh, on the airport side. Who, who are the, what are the profiles of customers? What are the use cases? What's most important? Uh, airports are under a lot of pressure uh, right now. Typically, we hear that uh, you know, they want to increase uh, discoverability of the airport, make sure that people understand which concessions to drive you know, uh, traffic to, to those concessions to maximize the, the, the revenue opportunity, but whilst also you know, predominantly uh, ensuring the uh, improved uh, customer experience and, and get some operational uh, efficiencies, uh, etc. So, you know, we've got we've done you know well over thirty uh, airport uh, deployments. We've got a catalogue of experience of different use cases. So, uh, pretty sure that you know if an airport comes and says, you know, we would like to help this particular type of customer solve this particular type of problem. We've, we've done that before and we can help them guide that guide them through that experience also to understand in terms of you know the the kind of personalization to be able to communicate to customers in their own language you know uh, I, I look after markets where people you know typically speak multiple different languages so we offer flavors of the maps in various different uh, you know different uh, cultures and languages for example T Tokyo Haneda I think we provide the, the, the we offer the map there in five different languages uh, and you can imagine that that's important given the diversity of customers uh, passengers going through that through that airport. Um, maybe Michael, you could comment a bit on the on the actual you know the onboarding. This yeah. So that as Dominic mentioned, the strategy is critically important, and understanding if that strategy is you know something like putting a map onto a website, putting uh, you know maps on the display uh, in a in the physical locations uh, around the airport um, to enhance that discoverability. So really understanding what those goals are. 
there's a survey that's involved where we go capture, um, it, you know, if you're not part of our existing airport network, we go capture updated information. Uh, and this uses a special uh, set of drawings uh, that are provided by the airport, um, or we can go ahead and survey the airport uh, and update, update that if, if the drawings are out of date. But we take care of all of that. And it does use some, some pretty, pretty interesting technology, uh, including um, uh, light-based radar or LIDAR. Um, we then understand the branding uh, of the airport. You know, our, our solutions are designed to look and be um, an extension of the airport's brand uh, or the airline's brand. We do some training on how to update uh, data points, a couple of hours to understand how do you update points of interest, um, change information, change pictures, et cetera, inside of the maps. And then um, in terms of turning on the solution, it uh, can be as fast as a few days. When, it's, uh, when you think about it being inside of a mobile application and some of the development, that can take a couple of, couple of weeks you know, at most. And the way we work with our clients is it's not a just put the map on the website and you're done or put the map in a mobile app and you're done. It's really a continuous partnership. Um, we're entirely focused on the aviation market. And as Dominic mentioned, there's uh, you know, always a ton of, of change and, and strategies and work that we're trying to do with our clients continually to make the map more useful and to, to drive engagement. So we start with you know, what's the best thing for your business, and then we adjust those strategies on an ongoing basis. And these can be things like um, if you think about how you return search results, maybe there's specific things you want in those search results to be highlighted um, you know, based on, on how those searches are being entered because uh, you want to feature certain things. Or maybe on a display, you want to rotate a set of advertisements that talk about specific amenities. So if you think about different times of day, um, you can highlight on a display certain features of an airport, have a QR code that user points their phone at the screen, um, and they're taken to the experience right on their, um, on their mobile device. So we've, we've done a lot to make things contactless. Uh, and I think we're going to talk a bit about that more because um, I, I know that top of mind is what's happening globally with COVID and what, what's going to stay and what's going what's to change. That's a perfect segue into it, actually. Um, if we take a step back here and get a little broader, just how has um, COVID-19 influenced how passengers are thinking about navigating airports? Well, that's, that's, an, that's an excellent question, Walker. Uh, I mean, I, I could take this from, from two angles. There's you know, how passengers, how we feel passengers will be influenced and react to, to the response to, to COVID and also the types of passengers that, we, that we're seeing and we expect to see. Uh, so, you know, airports that I've mentioned earlier, that uh, things have been changing a lot in terms of aviation and travel, in terms of the regulations, but also in terms of the, the airport experience itself. Um, as, and as airports start to reopen, um, the uh, different sections of airports or terminals or travel starts to reopen, you know, we need to manage that uh, carefully to make sure that uh, customers really know where they're going. Uh, I foresee that people, you know, typically when people are nervous about an experience, they'll probably tend to arrive a bit earlier before their flight, uh, especially if there's likely to be more, um, you know, more checks and things like that. So um, it's important to make sure that they can still try to, you know, in enjoy that experience. Um, there's also, you know, we see that people are less likely to want to, you know, 
historically airports are very busy environments. There are lots of queues, people gathering together. And you know, the, the last thing people want to do right now is to sort of all crowd around the gate. So basically giving people the, uh, the confidence that, uh, you know, the gate's not necessarily as far away as you think it is, or if it is, at least you know how long it's going to take to get there and which way to go. So you can spend, you know, time at your, at your leisure to explore the airport and you're not going to, you're not going to miss the flight. So I think that you know, giving uh, giving people accurate information is really really important as we we try to rebuild confidence. And in terms of the the actual travellers themselves, there's been a lot of talk about uh, uh, leisure and, and, and VFR traffic uh, rebounding before before business travel. Business travel is still a bit of a question mark uh, in, in in certain markets about when that will recover. So there you've got a, a lot of let's say less frequent uh, travellers in airports. And so uh, you know whereas uh, in so, some some airports, some routes, you, you'd expect uh, a lot of people to be very familiar with with the airport. People will be less familiar simply because they're less less frequent travellers. So again, uh, they really appreciate you know having information at their fingertips in their mobile device um, on the screens where, wherever they need it to be able to guide them through that. I think you covered that really well. You know, the the one thing is I do think we can also expect changes to be pretty consistent. In terms of you know making sure that across the globe, uh, you know it's not going to be just a return to normal or some version of normal. It's going to it's going to shift and change for the next foreseeable future. And travelers staying informed is uh, is is critically important. And and we've started to see um, just some great efforts by the industry. One of the things I, I like to highlight is Airbus just put together an app, mobile app, which helps you to understand all the COVID rules and regulations for, for destinations you want to travel to. Um, and they, they included our technology as part of that, uh, among many, many others. But it's just a great signal that I think the industry as a whole is prepared to deal with changes and be you know, pretty fluid and pretty dynamic um, to just make sure that people can still travel and do the travel that they need to. That segues great in my next question. Um, how has the pandemic changed uh, business for Locust Labs? Have you had more people um, reaching out? What we've seen, we started out with a real focus on making sure that we could enable customers to make changes and put the information in the hands of the right people in the right, um, right way. So when you think about um, contactless travel, what what we really have done is think about a 360 degree experience, which means that there's the web and there's the mobile device, but then there's physical signage and digital signage. And um, at some point a return to the kiosks. And so what we've really done is really tried to focus uh, on two things for our customers. Um, you know, the first is making sure that all of the information that's in, uh, you know, in, in the mapping system is up to date. Um, making sure that people know how to make those updates and make those changes uh, and support any unique requirements or programs that they may have. So we've seen, for example, a number of airports increase construction activity while travel was down. Um, and that's, that's been useful. Our maps are useful in those situations, helping people navigate, navigate and understand, um, understand how, to, how to get to places that are still under construction make that easy for um, even just guides that are, that are within the airport guiding, guiding people around these changes. So just focusing on those challenging business con conditions 
Um, the other thing is we've embraced and accelerated our efforts on contactless. So that includes things like contactless ordering uh, for restaurants inside of, um, uh, inside of, uh, of airports, um, just as one, one example where you can now get food. You can look up where, where in an airport can you order food completely contactless and just go pick it up. And, and really for us as an organization, um, we're a global, global company. So we were well positioned to really, I think, uh, help both, um, both our customers in all regions, uh, just because we have employees and, and work in all regions. Um, and we've, we've done really well remotely with, with airports and with airlines uh, to tackle all of these challenges. So it's been, um, as, as a whole, it's been pretty positive in terms of the overall response given, given how, uh, how tough the travel industry has been, uh, just the, the aviation industry has been recently. And what advice might you have um, for our listeners, you know, those at airports who are looking for what steps they can take to start going contactless? Well, I would say that airports and aviation, I wouldn't say is, is to start because they've already started. Uh, I mean, a while ago, many, many years ago, you could already, uh, you know, having uh, boarding passes downloaded into, into mobiles, uh, having, being able to pass through security. So there was already good steps. Uh, taken pre-pandemic, pre-pandemic, and now this has just accelerated that 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 kind of that kind of trend. Uh, so you know, really going uh, mobile or mobile web uh, approach for contactless. Uh, take considering a multi-channel approach. So, for, for example, um, you know, having information screens, and you know, quite a uh, we we provide, for example, a, a capability where you can. Uh, you know, search for something on a, on, a, on a screen, a particular gate, a point of interest. Uh, and then once it's found, you know, it just pops up a, a simple QR code, which, which the passenger can scan, and then they can take the map with them on, on their device. And we, we see QR codes of really the adoption of QR codes. Uh, probably a few years ago, nobody knew what it was. Now everybody does. If you go to, to a restaurant or a bar, quite often, you, you know, the menu uh, is, is launched through a QR code. So this kind of technology is becoming really mainstream. It's really easy to set up, um, uh, and you know we can certainly uh, help with that. So uh, I think, uh, yeah, you, you know, use, embracing uh, digital uh, technology, uh, mobile for sure. Uh, there are other operational reasons why mobile become absolutely critical. For example, uh, vaccine passports and things like that. There's been a lot of talk about that in the in the industry, and you know we also see. Um, you know, using the, a digital map uh, or digital wayfinding experience as a way to present other information in a, in a kind of really re relevant way. Um, Michael mentioned, uh, you know, quite rightly, the contactless ordering, but also, you know, giving visibility on other, other information from the airport to avoid having to you know, search that or, or, or ask staff. For example, uh, understanding uh, not only where the security line is, but which one's the right security line for me, given my status or, or requirements, and, and how long is that security waiting? Where's the car park? Not only where's the car park, but which one is empty? Which one is full? You know, who knows in the future, maybe we'll be able to show, you know, when were the, the restrooms uh, that last cleaned, which is also, you know, the kind of information that, that, that people are interested in right now. So, you know, a digital map can be a, a great palette to show uh, additional information, which typically the customer, uh, the passenger would have to search, you know, spend a lot of time searching 
either on a website or by by asking uh, staff in the in the airport. And I, I think it's it's useful to highlight that you know some of this information is you know the entry point isn't necessarily a map. It's a piece of information that's useful to a person at a certain point in their travel journey, travel experience, and then it can lead to a map, but it doesn't necessarily have to. Um, so knowing you know, to your exact point, how long is the security wait line, incredibly useful on a flight card and doesn't need to be, you know, even driven. Um, you know, it can be driven from the mapping system, but it, it doesn't have to involve using a map specifically. And turning our eyes to the future, um, how is contactless travel going to evolve and uh, what does the future hold for Locust Labs? So, uh, you know, our feeling is very much that uh, that contactless and mobile um, mobile will continue to be you know, more critical than ever to the overall experience of travel. Uh, and I would say in general, it's hard to imagine you know, even six, six, seven years ago, you know, pe many people traveled without mobile being, being critical to the experience. And now it's kind of hard to imagine not having your mobile with you when you travel and not having that be critical to the, to the overall experience. So our feeling really is that there's a continued set of um, experiences that will will be enriched, you know, centered around the mobile device. Um, but I would add really two additional items to that, you know, that we, we feel are like really exciting. You know, not only would the richer be there be richer experiences on the mobile device, uh, airports themselves are going through you know very exciting digital transformations, and they're focused on you know all types of passengers um, and staff and operations. And so I think we can anticipate, uh, you know, just very, very rich uh, interactions, you know, with these very intelligent uh, buildings and very intelligent spaces. And I, I think that will extend in addition, you know, to the actual planes themselves. So as you think about, you know, the newer planes that are coming out, those will be very, um, you know, very digital and, and enabled. And, you know, it's our belief that the passenger experience will um, you, know, you know, connecting in the cabin will uh, will go from the you know the plane through the airline to the airport itself. Um, so you think about you know great offers like the potential with 5G to download a movie at a gate that's given to you complimentary, um, and it's just part of your your general experience. And you're confident that you know you have everything ready to go. You don't have to worry about worry about anything. Um, you know that's a, a really simple entertainment example. Much more, uh, you know, complex examples include, you know, a much better uh, experience when you think about um, alliance, the alliance process, and moving from one alliance airline to another, just having that process be entirely seamless. You know, the same experience you have, you know, when you're working in a, you know, in a regional travel with one carrier, but imagine that's across an entire network globally, where you feel fully informed and fully, um, you know, f fully confident that you have all the information you need to have an incredibly good travel experience. Well, Michael, Dominic, I think those are all the questions I had for you. Anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up? Um, I would just encourage if people are interested in uh, understanding a bit more about what we're doing, um, you know, I would encourage people to, to reach out and you know, we're, we're excited to, to just understand challenges and strategies that, that people are looking at. And um, we'd, we'd, love to, we'd love to solve unique problems. So we're, we're, we'd love to, to chat and, 
and help uh, help solve any any sorts of problems that we can. Yeah, I can just mirror what uh, what Michael say. We absolutely love uh, hearing from airports, understanding the challenges. Uh, well, we can be pretty creative in terms of you know trying to help those challenges and sharing the you know g- giving that return experience that we have from from working with with, with so many airports and airlines uh, worldwide. So we're looking forward to the future. You know, the, the everyone's talking about the recovery. I, I can I can sense it when when we talk to our when we talk to our customers. And airports have always been sort of uh, long-term uh, uh, thinking uh, uh, organizations. Um, really, uh, very impressed uh, with how the market is is reacting to the the pandemic and the recovery. And looking forward to to all the communicate uh, to all the conversations to to come. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Aviation Pros Podcast. Be sure to visit aviationpros.com for more stories, breaking news, and expert insight from all around the aviation industry.